All right, so I was telling Sandy during the news break there that I had the pleasure of visiting Mount Vernon in May with my wife Kathy, my brother and sister-in-law. What a beloved historical institution. It is hands down one of my favorite places in this country to visit. I've been there probably about a dozen times now. I had a great behind-the-scenes tour thanks to my friend Carolina there. Um, Met some other great friends from Wisconsin on the trip. But we have a special guest today joining us on the phone line. Her name is DDP Tri, Vice Regent for the Mount Vernon Ladies Association in Wisconsin, who, if you don't know, they've kind of run the show for Mount Vernon. This is the organization. Well, Dee can tell us all this. Hi, Dee Well, good morning. It's great to be on the show. Pleasure to talk with you. I've yeah. heard a lot about you from my friends at Mount Vernon, and we're going to talk about your event. But let me ask you this. How did you get involved with Mount Vernon all the way here in Wisconsin? Well, the uh, Mount Vernon Ladies Association, of which I am a member, is the oldest preservation society in America, and it happens also to be the oldest women's patriotic society. It turns out that just 50 years after Washington's death, it actually appeared that Mount Vernon might be lost forever. It was deteriorating. Uh, Its owner was not able to find a purchaser. Uh, John Augustine Washington had gone to the Commonwealth of Virginia. He'd gone to the government. He had sought for them to purchase the estate and take it over because he no longer was able to. And uh, instead, uh, a group called the Mount Vernon Ladies Association came to the rescue. And we can thank Anne Pamela Cunningham, who was a very forceful woman from South Carolina, who decided that she would take on this task of preserving uh, Mount Vernon, the home of our first and greatest president. And uh, she created a board of like-minded women from both sides of the Mason-Dixon line to serve uh, on the board with her. And so we have been going strong in this fashion uh, for more than 150 years. What I love about Mount Vernon, two things. One, that it, it remembers our great history, and I agree with you, George Washington was the greatest president, a visionary, just a tremendous human being, and somebody that, that understood what was right and what was wrong for this country. But what I also love is the Mount Vernon estate is essentially the same as it was back then. That It, it is the coolest place because you walk back in time, it's all right there for you. And that's, what, that's my takeaway. DDV, I go there, I'm, in, I'm, I'm inspired, I'm entertained, and I'm enthused about being a citizen of this great country, and I feel the same way every time I go. Well, that's wonderful to hear, and I'm so pleased you've gone multiple times. We want Badgers to come to the estate as frequently as they can. I know in years gone by, people would come one time. They probably would come in a fifth grade or a middle school trip. But we have so much to see and so many things to experience, whether it's the farm or the house or the gardens or the library or the gristmill or the distillery. And so we hope that Badgers will come and visit often. And for the very reasons that you say, Steve, this is an estate that's designed to take you back to what George Washington experienced in the 18th century. We tie um, our estate to 1799, the year that he died. And so when you come to visit, you will see the estate as it was in 1799. And we want to bring you back into that life, that place where Washington uh, lived and died and experienced a space that he loved dearly. That dedication to preservation and as a place for people to come together, what a way for people to really have that experience resonate with them and truly appreciate what George Washington accomplished in those times. 
Well, that's so true. I mean, I think uh, the board itself is called the Association of the Union. And I think it's interesting to think about that because uh, the organization that serves as the board was founded in 1853 and the House was opened in 1860. So right before the beginning of the Civil War. And so it was the hope of uh, those ladies who created the board that George Washington could serve as a unifying force. And that certainly uh, continued continues to be our vision that George Washington and his great example of leadership uh, can continue to bring us all together as a people uh, as we face challenging times. Dee Dee Petri joining us. She's vice regent for the Mount Vernon Ladies Association in Wisconsin. One of the reasons you're on, one, one I just want to talk about Mount Vernon because I love it so much, but you have an event, a free event in Milwaukee coming up August 3rd. I will be at it with, along with my wife, Kathy. Tell us about the event. Yes, indeed. Uh, We have obviously the estate in Alexandria, Virginia, but we also bring Mount Vernon to the state. So we're delighted on August 3rd, as you say, uh, in uh, Milwaukee to be airing a new educational film called George Washington and the Pursuit of Religious Freedom. It's August 3rd, 5 p.m. It is a free event, and we welcome uh, any and all to come and enjoy this uh, film and to hear from our executive director of our library, Dr. Patrick Spiro, as well as a professor from Marquette, Dr. Patrick Mullins, who will talk about the film and the vision of George Washington in terms of pursuing religious freedom in America. And anyone out there listening to Didi and uh, Sandy and I, if you want information, just email me at steve.scafidi, 2Fs1D at WTMG.com. I will send you the link so you can, you can do it the right way, RSVP, as soon as today, if you could. Um, I will be there, as I said. So one of the things that I wanted to ask you about, Didi, is... The state of civics education in this country, I'm a strong proponent of teaching the history, of teaching patriotism, and the story of our great country, how it started, where it's at now, why those two stories are linked. Yes, well, you're so right. I mean, Oop, did we lose Didi there? Didi, you still with us? Tell you what, let's let's take a break. We'll reconnect with Didi. I want to make sure that we get this uh, out there for you guys. I will reconnect with our guest, Didi Petri. She's vice regent for the Mount Vernon, Vernon Ladies Association in Wisconsin, talking about their free events. We'll take a break. Back with that conversation after this. All right, we reconnected with our guest this hour, Didi Petri, vice regent for the Mount Vernon Ladies Association. In Wisconsin, and right before we lost the connection, Didi was telling us about the the role of, of civics and civics education in this country, linking the past to the present. We know that lots going on in politics today, so I'll let you finish that thought, Didi. Yeah, well, thank you so much. You're absolutely right. I mean, civic education is a critical issue, and it certainly is a foremost uh, role of the Mount Vernon Ladies Association and George Washington's. Mount Vernon. I think you know, as so many do, that survey data show today a pretty distressing lack of knowledge about our Constitution and our history of so many colleges and universities no longer require a course on American history of their graduates. And so I think we view our role at Mount Vernon as a critical one in providing that civic education, talking about George Washington and the incredible, indispensable role he played in setting out various conventions. I mean, today we know that presidents served for two terms. This was something that uh, Washington established informally because he was willing to turn back power. 
But, of course, as we know, later in our history, uh, Roosevelt wanted more terms. And Mm -hmm. so ultimately we had to amend the Constitution in order to make it clear that we insisted on uh, two terms for our presidents. Um, Again, the issue of giving back power, something that really had never been done before George Washington. He had the opportunity to be king, but instead what he did was first, uh, when he was the commander, uh, handed back his commission in Annapolis, saying he would turn back his military role and go back to his beloved farm. And then again, as I say, turning back power when he could have remained as president, but instead realizing that the example of a peaceful transition of power was going to be essential to the future of the American Republic. So there's some wonderful civic lessons uh, that we aim to impart at Mount Vernon, uh, both when you're on the estate and when you come to us via our website, mountvernon.org. There you can engage in remarkable ways with a virtual tour of the house, uh, playing B. Washington, where you put yourself in the position of George Washington and see how you would do uh, just many, many exciting ways for Badgers to engage with Mount Vernon, as I say, on the estate and online. And let me just add, if you'd like to come to our event on August the 3rd at 5 p.m., just go to mountvernon.org forward slash religious freedom, and you will find the information about this event there and can RSVP there. And one of the things we're talking about, you know, the education of our young people is, I'm going to read a quick text and I'll tell you my experience when I was just out there. This was from Mark in Hale's Corners. When I was a middle school teacher, we always took a group of 20 to 38th graders to D.C. and spent a day each time at Mount Vernon. It was always such a wonderful experience for all the kids and especially us as their teachers. The peacefulness at President Washington's gravesite, which I had the pleasure of, of laying a wreath at when I was there in May, is especially memorable to Mark, as is the museum. I, I echo that. When I was there that day with my wife, Kathy, and, and my brother and sister-in-law, um, the number of kids, middle school to high school, Didi, was absolutely incredible on a day in May, obviously part of their school trips. That connection, we talk about civics education, real life, real time, in the actual place where George Washington stepped, some of the trees he planted still on the site, marked with little plaques, that is invaluable to an American citizen to experience. Oh, I couldn't agree more. We are so glad when the spring rolls around and we have hundreds of buses of school children who come to visit the estate to breathe the air that George Washington breathed, to stand on the piazza and look over uh, the great Potomac and to see the view that he saw, uh, to see his experimental uh, farming area where he would try new seeds and new trees and plants to really get an idea about George Washington, the man. We know him as the first president. We know him as the first commander. Uh, we have that great sense of him. But to be able to sort of see uh, the landscape where he would relax and where he would pursue uh, his great interests in farming and in design. It's just a very, very special experience. And so we invite all Badgers to come and visit us. And if we, if we can't get to Mount Vernon on our summer vacation, I love that you're bringing some George Washington to us on Thursday, August 3rd for this event. And can you tell us more about this short film called George Washington and the Pursuit of Religious Freedom? 
Absolutely. Well, one of the things that we work very hard at is providing resources for teachers. Obviously, not everybody can come to Mount Vernon, and so we rely on uh, teachers across the country to impart information about George Washington and the various uh, accomplishments of his life. And so this is one of those. George Washington and the Pursuit of Religious Freedom is a 15-minute film, so it is not a lengthy one, but it's designed to be a resource for teachers across the country uh, to help teach about Washington's vision for not merely religious toleration, but religious freedom. And it zeroes in on his letter to the Turo Synagogue, uh, where, again, he was talking about the importance of religious freedom for all denominations in the country. I think we uh, don't tend often to think about Washington and his views on religion. I think this is, again, one of the goals of this film, to help us see one more facet of the accomplishments of George Washington. If you want to see the film, Thursday, August 3rd, receptions at 5, programs at 6, the Women's Club of Wisconsin, Kilburn Avenue, right here in Milwaukee. I will be there with my wife, Kathy. Dee will be there as well. You can join us. What was that uh, that quick web address? Just, just go to mountvernon.org forward slash religious freedom, and you will find the information there and RSVP. I love it. I will look forward to meeting you and, and talking with you on that Thursday, which is next Thursday, right? That's next Thursday. Time yeah. flies when you're having fun. Right up. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you right. so much, Dee Dee. I appreciate you taking the time to share what I already knew, that Mount Vernon is an incredible place. And the outreach they do across the country in every state of this great union is incredible, including on in education and a lot of other things. So thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you so much. All right. Dee Dee Petri. She is the vice regent for the Mount Vernon Ladies Association right here in Wisconsin. I will be at the event. I'm looking forward to it. My friend Carolina from Mount Vernon, who gave us the great behind-the-scenes tour, which I was blown away by. And I, I had been there before, but I was excited about seeing the basement of Mount Vernon, <laughs> which is in the movie National Treasure 2, I think. Right? Um, Gets it, a spotlight in there. It's just amazing you know to that me. You know Nicolas Cage was there. How many, think about this. How many places can you go to in this country that look the same as they did all those years ago. Not many, right? And that attention to preservation really is an important connection. You know, how many times have you uh, seen something on the news or just you don't really realize the profoundness of something until you're actually there? Yeah, it's and again, having been there that many times, it still blows me away. And if you go to Washington, D.C., take the time to spend at least half a day at Mount Vernon. You will not be disappointed, trust me. And here's the crazy thing. Every time I've been there... Mm -hmm. Which again is about a dozen times. Weather perfect. Oh, I mean, what's the odds of that? It's just been like glorious. And walking in George Washington footsteps as my favorite of all the presidents uh, is just a kick. And um, experience some of that by coming and joining us next Thursday night. Uh, it's going to be a fun event, and I look forward to meeting Dee Dee, Dee Dee, and a bunch of my other pals who listen to the show. It'd be fun. Yes.